This is the Key to Authority Podcast, episode number 44. Welcome to the Key to Authority Podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Jenish Pandya. Welcome to today's episode, and thank you for tuning in today. Today, you're in for a treat. We're going to have a chat with Christy Ambrose about the key to eliminating your self-limiting beliefs. Our biggest enemy is our own self. When it comes to achieving something, when it comes to setting high targets, when it comes to setting bigger goals, we doubt ourselves, we limit ourselves and reduce the possibilities for our own self. We stand in our own way of achieving these kinds of things. And it's a normal thing. It happens to every single one of us that being a millionaire or being everyone goes through this phase. And so I wanted to have a chat with someone who had gone through this, who had studied about this. So I've invited along Christy Ambrose. Christy is passionate about creating rapid and lasting change to assist people in living their ultimate life. She has achieved this by simultaneously expanding and developing her client's mindset while finding practical solutions to life's challenges. She's a human behavior specialist. She has learned human behavior over the past 15 years, both at Murdoch University in a Bachelor of Psychology and with the Coaching Institute in Melbourne. So she knows what she's talking about. She's gone through this. She's a mother of two and she's running her own business while running a family. Now, here is Christy Ambrose. Hey, Christy, welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. Uh, Claire Brown introduced us and you came along to my workshop where you guys were learning about podcasting and you and Claire both are going to start a podcast very soon. So I'm very excited about that as well. But I wanted to pick your brains about things you specialize in, especially the limiting belief side of things. So I thought might as well get you on the show and also get you a little bit prepped up about podcasting live on the show. So welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Shadesh. Thank you so much. So, Christy, in regards to how did you start your coaching journey and what got you started into it? Because I know you have a background from teaching and now you're working with business owners and things. So where did all this start and why you still keep doing it? Uh, well, it actually started quite a long time ago. I, I actually have a background in teaching and psychology and uh, I always had a passion for helping people to change their lives. Um after having my after having my daughter a couple of years back, I was actually critically ill for a year and I nearly lost my life. And I think when you go through something like that, it really makes you want to just grab hold of life and not let anything slip by. So I'd always had this passion to study coaching and to help people. And I just thought, well, why wait? You know, why why keep thinking, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it, you know, when the kids are in school or I'll do it later on. You know, now was the time. So I just basically seized the moment, seized the day, and um, I wasn't actually even 100% well yet when I signed up, uh, and that was nearly two and a half years ago. But, um, yeah, it's been an awesome journey, and I'm really, really glad that I, I uh, took that on. No, and that's really great because I've heard similar stories where people have almost first death and they've reached the, like a point of decision where that, that's it, they're going to change everything, what they're doing and take completely different directions and then they shoot off and achieve massive massive things you're like 
where the hell did that come from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. And, I mean, look, I, I'd always had that passion and drive, um, but I'd kind of stifled it a bit because I'd gone, oh, well, I, I need to have a career and I need to, you know, have a house and I need to get married and have children and do all these things. And I have done that and I love that. And I love that part of my life. But, yeah, definitely coming face-to-face with, with almost losing my life and thinking, well, what is it that really matters to me? And my family obviously comes first, but after that, I, I always had that drive to, to make a real difference in people's lives. And, um, yeah, I just thought, well, yeah, I'm not going to put it on hold any longer. I'm going to chase that dream. Uh, and that's what I want to talk about more in details because those are the things like obviously people have those moments, but those people who don't have those kind of moments, uh, they have their own limiting beliefs and they keep stopping themselves because there's no one else who kind of prevents you from doing apart from yourself. So, Christy, in your experience and your dealings with your clients and obviously throughout your life in the coaching, what is that key when it comes to eliminating those limiting beliefs? I think the first key, Jadesh, has to be recognizing it to start with. So many clients who come to me they come frustrated, they come feeling stuck, uh, they come telling me that they're just on a hamster wheel going round and round, they can't get off. They don't actually even recognise the, the limiting beliefs. It's almost as though they don't know what they don't know. So really coming to, to terms with what is it that is really holding you back from doing what you want to do and asking yourself those tough questions and maybe even getting somebody else to ask you those tough questions because if you don't know what you're looking for, sometimes it's hard to even know which question to start with. But definitely getting to the point where you realise what those limiting beliefs are and that they that they exist is the first key to actually eliminating them. And since you mentioned it's the first key, so I assume there's a few others. So what are those other keys and... How do you go about doing, getting to know about them? Yeah, well, look, definitely the first one, as I said, is, is getting to realize that the belief is there to begin with. Once you know that you have a limiting belief, you've got a few options. You know, you could, you can go and, uh, seek some expert help from a coach or someone like a coach, or you can just start asking yourself some questions like, well, what if this didn't exist? So let's take an example. Uh, a very common limiting belief that I come across with my clients is around time. Um, they'll tell me that they don't have time, let's say, to exercise. Well, when you start to break down, well, what does that really mean and what is it that it gives you and so forth, that's where people start to click that, well, actually, I do have 10 minutes where I could be doing, I don't know, some weights in the lounge room or I do have time to maybe park the car a little further away from the office and walk. Um, another limiting belief I come across a lot is around business. Uh, people start to, you know, particularly women, I must say it does seem to be more women than men, start to open up and share that they have fears or frustrations around running a business. And once you start to explore that and you realise what those beliefs are, it's a lot easier to eliminate them once you recognise that it's there And the best way to eliminate it is to start asking yourself some really powerful questions like, what would it be if, if it was different? 
you know, why am I choosing to hold on to this belief? What, how has it served me? Because usually when we hold a belief of any sort, it has served us in some way. And then once you recognize why it has served you, then moving past that is simply saying, well, what would be a more empowering belief? What do I choose to believe now that's going to help me on this journey, whether it's finding time to exercise or whether it's, you know, around building your business? I work a lot with women who are in business, but I work with a lot of other people as well. The limiting beliefs are things that stop you from getting to where you want to be. So it doesn't really matter whether you're a businesswoman or a businessman. It really doesn't matter where it is you are in life. If you're not getting to where you want to be and you're feeling frustrated and you're feeling stuck, the first thing is to recognize why. The next thing is to start asking yourself those powerful questions of how can it be different. Okay. And in terms of what are the, some of the examples of those powerful questions, obviously you mentioned why has it served you and what else do you choose to believe instead? But are there some of the list of things you would go through your client in terms of recognizing so that people who are listening to this can try to apply that to themselves? Absolutely. I mean, it, it is difficult to make it general enough for anybody who's listening to this, um, but they are the sorts of things I would talk to my client about. And for anybody who is listening, if you're trying to apply this to your own life, it really is about just realizing that anything is possible. Nothing is real, but for what we choose to believe is real. So if we choose to believe that something else is different or it has a different meaning, then we can create something new from that. Where people feel stuck is where they don't see that there are possibilities outside of what they already know. So the the most important thing for somebody who's trying to break through a limiting belief or trying to eliminate a limiting belief is to explore what is beyond what you already know. And that can be tricky to do on your own, but it can be done. And as I say, it really boils down to the sorts of questions you're asking yourself about why am I choosing this? What can I choose to believe that would be empowering for me right now? Uh, How could this be different? All those sorts of questions. Um, It it is tricky to do uh, on a podcast where I don't have a client and I don't have a particular situation, but they are the sorts of things that people need to take on board. Cool. So let's then try to have a demo situation. So I know I'm putting you on the spot. But but it's something because, like, I know quite a few people because most of the listeners are individuals, they're speakers, they're coaches, they're consultants. So, and they're running their own business Mm. along with their family as well. So people like myself, people like yourself are the main listeners of this. So if that gives you a bit of an idea. So. And most of the time is like, can I achieve this? So for example, sometimes I get stuck. I'm like, I'm just a 25 year old kid who's trying to explain about podcasting or blah, blah, blah and teaching all these people. Would even people listen to me? But then I'm like, well, people do. So I try to overcome myself in terms of getting proof uh, from people who have already learned from me, from the testimonials and things and then push through. Sure. So. Like you would have come across some kind of scenario. So, cause I want to get into that mindset where I'm like, what is it and how does that process work? Because if someone can hear that process, then they're more likely, I guess, 
to understand what goes on behind this kind of things? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, when you say I'm only a 25-year-old kid, one of the things I would say if I was coaching you would be, well, can you think of examples where other 25-year-old kids or younger um, have had great success? You know, and there are many, many examples where young people have had have achieved huge things, whether it be in business or, or social endeavours. So if you could think of somebody uh, who had had success at a young age, that would definitely help to break that belief. Mm. So, for example, um, I'm trying to think, Mark Zuckerberg, I'm not sure what his age was when he created Facebook. I think he was pretty young. Um so you take someone like that and then it sort of shatters that belief of, well, age matters yep. because age doesn't matter because look at, you know, look at what, you know, I can't remember the name of the girl, but um, the girl who sailed around the world when she was about 16 or something. Yep. And then suddenly that shatters that belief of, well, 25 is young. Well, hell no. When you look at a 16-year-old who sailed around the world, of course you can bloody well do this. <laughs> <laughs> And feel free to edit that bit. That's fine. But you, you know what I'm saying. So that would be one of the that would be one of the things I would use, or a technique I would use in that situation would be to find examples outside of you to show you that what you're choosing to believe as a limiting belief about your age is just that. It is a limiting belief. If you take away that and look beyond yourself and see that people, many people, have had success at a young age. Okay. And in regards to, I think, the other limiting belief, I think most people, most people in my place or your place, they struggle with pricing side of things. Like yeah. they think they're charging way too much or they're not worth that much. Mm. And so how do you tackle those kind of limiting beliefs? Like a bit more generic. I know it's not as per that individual because there's always other things lying underneath that. Yes, yeah, sure. I mean, if if, the, if a client came to me with that, I would be examining their beliefs about themselves, which is really tricky to do on, on a show like this. Uh, but having said that, if it was purely around the money, then I would get the client to examine the value that they are giving to the people. Because as a coach, something that was shared with me a while ago, and I it really shook my, I guess, my limiting beliefs around uh, what coaching is worth or not worth was uh, a coach who with many more years of experience than myself said to me, what would it be worth if you, if you saved someone's marriage? Now, at the time, I was coaching a woman who was going through huge, huge issues in her relationship with her husband, and they had a young daughter. And I had to stop and think, if that woman had have separated with her husband, it would shatter that little girl's life. Um, it would have a huge economic impact on both her and her husband, uh, as well as their extended family. So what is that really worth? And how can you even put a dollar value on not having to go through a divorce? And I've been through one myself with a child, so I can say with complete honesty, it's hard. You know, it's not an easy process to go through, never mind the money. So, I yeah. I think when you start to look at the value that you give, that is a better indicator of what you're worth than you trying to work out your self-worth if your self-worth isn't great. Uh, obviously, if, if this was a client of mine, then I'd be tackling their self-worth. That's, as I said, tricky to do on a show like this. Yep. 
And and as as you mentioned earlier, like every person is different, and <laughs> also I guess the limiting beliefs. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they come from when you're young and you learn different things, and then you build up on those beliefs, and you build up, and mm. there's a lot of things lying underneath that one yeah. simple thing as absolutely. what am I worth? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it does often stem back to when people are young. My experience has been that it seems to stem back to when people are somewhere between seven and ten. And I don't know. I don't think there's any actual research around that. But that's just from the many clients I've seen. It just seems to be around that time. If stuff happens, it really does seem to damage the way somebody sees themselves and their self worth. So, I mean, if that was the issue, then I would be coaching the client around、uh, breaking through what those things meant at the time. Because often, when we're children, we make things mean something more than what they really do to an adult. So, for example. You know, a seven-year-old might get told off for something by a teacher, and they may choose to make that mean that they are worthless, or that they're stupid, or that they can't learn, or whatever. As an adult, we could look back on that and realize that actually that teacher might have just been having a really crappy day. They might have just been feeling really down themselves, and they just took it out on that child. But in that moment, that child has chosen to make a belief, some,、uh, chosen to believe something different about that. So yeah, as a coach, you would go back to that time and, you know, help the client sort through whatever they've chosen to make a certain event mean,、um, and come out with a, a range of different things that could have meant, which I find is really empowering for my clients because then they've got a choice. They can choose now what they want that event to mean, or at least recognize that it could have more than one meaning. Which、okay. takes the potency out of any negative, any, any negative belief that they've created around it. Okay, and now just to flip it on the other side, because obviously the limiting beliefs are what stop us from achieving what we want or getting the success we want. But、yeah. what are、uh, ways to cultivate good beliefs? I don't know what you would call them, successful beliefs or something like that. But what are ways to cultivate those kind of things? Because I know you work with kids, and you just mentioned that it's between the age of seven to ten that you get that stuck in your head, and that impacts throughout the life. So obviously, you want to try to have those kind of beliefs as much as possible in the kids as well as yourself, so that you can go through head and then push through and achieve massive results. Mm. Well, I would probably start by focusing on the fact that there is no such thing as a good or a bad belief. They just are what they are. It's either going to be helpful to you or it's going to be limiting, it, and that's it. You know, if whatever the belief is, if it is inspiring you, if it is pushing you forward, if it's getting you where you want to be, then rock on with that. You don't need to change it. You only need to change it if it's actually holding you back or stifling you or. You know, not giving you the result you want in life. And then, when I work with kids as well as with adults, it's actually a very similar process. It's really around、uh, getting people to explore different ways that they can choose to see an event. So, if you and I were both to witness the exact same event, we'd we'd both see it in different ways. And some of that would be possibly gender or culture or life experience or just what we expect from a particular situation. And every single person does that. 
So if you've got an event that's created a limiting belief in someone, rather than seeing it as good or bad or, or giving it any kind of label, simply looking at it and going, well, what are the many different things you could choose to make this mean? Um, and then helping the client, if it's what they want, to choose something that's empowering and going to give them the result they want. So, for example, um, you know, my dad yelled at me last night because I got a B on my report instead of an A. And you could choose to make that mean my dad's a really hard, mean man and I don't want anything to do with him. Or you could choose to make it mean I'm not good enough because I didn't get an A on my report. Or you could choose to make it mean my dad really loves me and he believes in me that I can achieve so much more, so he's really encouraging me to achieve my best. Or you could choose to make it mean um, my dad knows that I could have an incredible life and make a difference in the world, and so he wants so badly for me to achieve in this way. Or you could make it mean my dad wants for me something he never had. There's multiple things you could choose to make that one event mean. So the the power of eliminating the limiting belief is to say, okay, so here's the event. The event in and of itself has no meaning but for the meaning I choose to give it. If I choose to make this mean that I'm worthless because I didn't get an A, that is going to hold me back in my life. If I choose to make that same event mean that my father has the the most um, belief in me that I can succeed at this and I can do better and, you know, he really wants me to go forward and make a difference in the world, then that same event has a very different impact on the person. Well, <laughs> like, I, it's like um, there, there's multiple ways to skin a cat and I guess the same Absolutely. thing applies. Like Yeah. Totally. There's a lot of meaning behind one single event and I've come across this multiple of times and I'm like, it's really good when you get in that zone and think about it. It's like, oh, okay, it might have been the other way around and stuff. But wow, that's you put it really well, so <laughs> no, thanks oh, for that. <laughs> so, Christy, in terms of do, uh, getting in action or after listening to all this, like there's a lot of action to take and... Uh, questions to ask yourself but what is that one thing that the listener can go back and do in regards to eliminating the limiting belief well i guess it's it's a a, a few actions put together that the, what you really need to do is assess where you want to be if you are not on the track to getting there and you feel stuck and you feel like something is holding you back the first thing you need to do is work out what it is, you know, is there a belief there that's not serving you, that's not working for you? And if that's the case, try to work out where it came from. That isn't always easy to do on your own, but I have seen people do it. So working out where it came from and then realizing that in that moment, you had a choice. You had a choice of what to make that event mean and that it could mean any one of multiple things and then choose to make it mean something empowering. Choose something that is going to drive you forward and help you create the life you want instead of holding you back. No, and uh, that's, a, that's a really good action because you can take it step by step Absolutely. and get it done as soon as possible. 
Yeah. Kirsty, I really enjoyed it, and uh, I'm going to apply some of those things. And obviously, the tip regards I'm a 25 year old kid because yeah, it's something I know I can push through it, but it's always in the back of the mind and comes up again. But that's comparing it to others. It's a really good tip. So, how can our audience get in touch with you? Where do you hang out in terms of social media, your website? Uh, I hang out on Facebook a lot. Uh, so if you're looking at social media, that's probably the number one place to catch me. Uh, and I also have a website called Your Life Balance. So I post on there. Uh, recently created a new website called Skills for Kids. Uh, and that's specifically designed to help children to overcome some of the issues that I see adults having to try to overcome now. So that's basically www.yourlifebalance.com.au or www.skillsforkids.com.au. Cool. I'll put those links down on the show notes. And again, really appreciate you coming down and spending some time and obviously helping us getting rid of our limiting beliefs. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shadesh. That little simple formula that Christy provided in regards to working out what your limiting beliefs are, then finding out where they originated from and changing the meaning behind them in terms of what he understood it to be is the very key to removing and eliminating your self-limiting beliefs. If you come across any self-limiting belief, try to tackle it with this three-step approach and I'm pretty sure you'll go ahead. So for today's action, Take that three-step approach and work on one of your self-limiting beliefs, be it exercise, be it thinking outside the box. I know I'm going to work on my own regards. I'm a 25-year-old kid and people possibly won't be listen- wanted to listen to me. So go check that out. And to get the show notes and other details talked about in today's episode, go to keytoauthority.com slash EP044. Till next time, keep eliminating those self-limiting beliefs. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.